talking about you with Estra, season eight, episode seventeen. I'm here Monday through Friday, twelve p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thank you for being with me today. I appreciate your time and look forward to sharing information, ideas, and comments. It all makes us all better people. October is Car Accident Awareness Month. Make sure to use hashtag Estra's radio show to let me know what you've uh, learned from any collisions that you've had in the past, today, or even in the future. Keep that hashtag handy to keep me informed in what's going on with you. Yesterday's show was recorded, and Rock Talk Radio, I hope, will actually get it up today. And I also hope that Sprint can do something about insurer hackers using a phone that's not their own. I was so surprised today to look and see that a number had been added to my address book on my phone, and it wasn't Blog Talk Radio's account. That, to me, was remarkable. So yesterday's show was on trust and trauma, and it will be re-recorded if it's not found, but I do hope Blog Talk Radio is able to put it out for you sometime today. For the next four weeks, as I said, October is Car Accident Awareness Month, and that's what's at the forefront. Yet trauma, shame, and fear, that's what we've been talking about, will still be explored. On Monday, we talked about trauma, and today we will talk about shame. It's really important to me to make it make you aware just how important those three things are after having a collision. Or it sounds like any traumatic traumatic event in your life, it plays a major role in. I was so fortunate, I thought, to find some articles out in Psychology Today uh, on shame, which enriched my understanding as to what shame that component is about. So again, we're going to look at trauma, which we did yesterday, Today we're looking at shame, and tomorrow we're going to look at fear because most of the time we don't realize what the impact each each one of those has on our lives. But if you actually put them all together, to me the components can really play havoc with and chaos with the things that you're going through, and particularly if you're injured, you're not feeling well, all these other troubles are coming along beside you, and it's like, what do you do? How do you handle that? And we're going to get to that, too. But I wanted to actually, I think I've got three or four quotes from Psychology Today articles that I thought was just wonderful, and I want to share them with you today. The first one is, be aware of the inclination to hide when emotions are triggered. Shame motivates us to shame to save face. Have you ever had that feeling where, Somebody says something and you become ashamed about something and you do something just to kind of get away from that situation to save space. Or some people have a, a tendency to lash out at other people, I believe, when that happens because it's they're, sometimes they're feeling threatened. So however you're dealing with shame, ask yourself that. How am I dealing with shame? Am I, how am I coping with it? How am I being shamed by, you know, people that I know or companies that I deal with, bills bills that I have, you know, I think bill collectors are probably some of the worst ones that come up with this shame stuff. So in my opinion, if you can 
kicked into the curb saying, I don't appreciate you trying to shame me. Uh, I think you're probably doing pretty good. But there's a lot of different ways people try to shame us. Bullies are good at trying to shame you and making you feel bad. And you can, you have the choice to say, no way. I'm not going to be bullied by anybody, especially when you become aware of the triggers. I think there's a lot of things that happen in our lives that we're just going along singing a song, and we don't, we aren't aware that people are using certain tactics in order to make us feel bad about ourselves, uh, either to get us to do what they want. I mean, it's to me, it's quite amazing. I'm going to go to uh, the next one. It says, shame may be limiting your healing. And I am not surprised by that. And the reason why I'm not is if you've ever been seriously injured, it seems like it takes an enormous time to heal, you know that you're probably expending far too much energy on other things. When we're told to concentrate on ourselves, to take care of ourselves, so I feel a little ashamed about that when I Taking care of yourself usually, is, especially if you're a single parent, it's really hard because you have to take care of your kids. Or if you have uh, elderly uh, parents, you've got to spend time with them. Or, I mean, it could be a moderated thing. A lot of times, it's, maybe some people are spending a lot of time at work because of projects that they're on. So that that could be uh, a lot of things going on. But shame might be limiting your healing. So you might want to sit back and say, okay. How can I reorganize my time? How can I make this better for me and the things I need to do? Because you are important. You know, you cannot let a lot of life, what do you call them? Well, you can't just leave life struggles out. I mean, they've got to be done. But hopefully you can find a way so it brings more hope and encouragement to your life than harm. The next uh, quote I want to give you off of psychology today says, quote, shame is painful, is a painful emotion responding to a sense of failure to attain some ideal state. I have to read that one because I guess that's my favorite one of all the ones I'm going to quote to today. It says, shame is a painful emotion responding to a sense of failure to attain some ideal state. And there's two words that stick out to me in this quote, failure and ideal state. Okay, that was three words. What can I say? Whenever we have a false ideal, then it's hard to succeed. What was that? Grand Bell, the number of times he was trying to create the light light bulb. Um, Sometimes it takes a lot of time, and that's even when you're healthy. If you're in pain, suffering, uh, it's probably going to take a little longer because you're probably going to most times be a little bit slower. But that failure, a lot of people who are disabled feel what? They feel like a failure. And it's not that you're a failure. Life happens to us. There's no guarantee in life which way the road's going to go. There's so many avenues that you'll be able to take. Not all of them will take you in the direction that you want. Disability often feels like failure to so many people. Does it feel that way to you? I personally believe that initially no one uh, wants to have to deal with a disability. And I think it comes to the, the next quote that I give. 
So I'm going to try my best. You know how I love to talk sometimes. I'm going to try my best to hold it back just a little bit until we get there. I think there's a lot of things. The people that initially don't do well in school may not feel good about themselves because they feel like they're failing. They're looking for that A, and maybe they got a C. You know, or maybe someone, or I mean, uh, it can be, it's where, and many times it's how we've been trained and how we're thinking. And that's why I think as far as shame is concerned, you have to start from the very beginning. Okay, you got to just kind of dig down in the stuff that's been laying at the bottom that's creating your shame. And you have to realize one thing about life, everybody goes through something. You're going to go through something. It's not going to go away. It's going to be there. It's the way in which I personally believe you can deal with shame, one of the things is to face it. Why is it there? Did you put it there? Did somebody else put it there? Right, that's a pretty loud uh, plane. I don't know if you can hear it. But who put it there and why? Is it to benefit them? Is it to benefit you? You remember how many kids were... Uh, were shamed into cleaning their rooms when they were younger. Where does the shame start from? Did it start out for something that was positive and ended up being a negative? Was it somebody to keep you in a really bad relationship that you shouldn't have been in in the first place? Shame. But I'll tell you one thing, when you get to the bottom of it and you start digging yourself out, self-respect will make you a a brand-new person because you will not allow anyone, whether it's auto insurance company, your employer, coworkers, family, friends, you just name it, injury, disability. Once you get to the bottom of shame and you realize, for one thing, it's not your fault, and it isn't your fault, you will certainly become who you've always been meant to be. Who you were meant to be cannot bloom until a lot of that negative energy is just let go. Even the suffering in which you're feeling through the collision, all the games that you would not even imagine they would play in with a car accident, the things that you're just going to have to plow through. When I say plow through, I'm not talking like Farmer John, okay? I'm talking about taking each one of those pieces a lot of time that you can handle. We all handle different situations and things at different levels and in different amounts. Get to know you on this. Get to know how people are actually digging in those shame, uh, I call them tools, right, stacking it in like it's a cake or something. It's not for you. Just say today, I don't want any shame. I don't do shame. I do problem resolution. That's a good thing because you're going to have them. But I don't do shame. And just decide, no more shame. Someone comes up to you and you get that trigger. Let me read that first quote again. It says, be aware of the inclination to hide when emotions are triggered. You got that feeling to hide? Who's it from? Why are they giving it to you? What is their objective? That's the question. Shame motivates us to save faith. Remember, you don't have to save no faith. Your faith is where it's going to always be, right in the middle of, right above your neck. That's where your faith is going to be. 
You got a good-looking face. Like your face. Love your face. Own your face. That's what this is about. Don't let somebody else tell you anything different. Okay? We just know, though, when shame is triggered, who is it? Why are they doing it? It's very important. Okay, so another quote from Psychology Today, and thank you, Psychology Today. And always, as I say, please support read, uh, articles by either readership or subscription because if we don't support them, Wall Street will. And will Wall Street be talking about things we want to hear? No, because that's not where they're interested. So we need some people out there still right, writing those articles, doing that job, hard work and finding that information in order for us to become better people. Okay, number the, uh, the next quote from Psychology Today is, society tends to make this very easy for people harboring and expressing their judgmental or insensitive thoughts about victims. And that's one of the things I would like to say. Have you noticed how people have, how did they say it here, Thoughts about victims. First of all, nobody wants to be a victim. Most people. Maybe there's a couple. I don't know. I've yet, never, yet not. I have yet not met. I feel like that blurring in the words. I've yet not met people who want to be victims. I've seen people who've been victims and learn the behavior of it and then have a hard time to get out of it. But I have yet to meet anyone who wants to be a victim. We all want to take pride and ownership of who we are, at least from my perspective. But you do. You get around these people. So society tends to make this very easy for people by harboring and expressing their judgmental uh, actions, right? So you might be happy having a great day, maybe even feeling good. Your injuries aren't bothering you too much. And if someone comes up and they're saying something very judgmental about you, why are they doing that? Why are they being so insensitive? Because they got some issues, right? So you don't have to take their issues off. Let them take them out the same way they brought them in. You don't need that crap. Usually it's them harboring some ill will that they've gotten into. It's not your stuff. Don't take it. Leave it. Just leave it. You don't need it. Take some joy and happiness, hopefulness creativity. Take those things. Build those things. Seek out ways to make your life much happier than maybe what it is today because you're in pain or you're injured or something else has come up. Life is always going to bring you something. It's just how you choose to, to deal with it. But I personally know you can do it better than doing shame. There's no need to keep it. I want to ask you three questions. Okay, maybe four. You know, I can add a couple in here and there. But the first thing I want to say, is there anyone more important than you? I don't think so. I think you're very important. I think each one of us is important. And when we actually treat each other with respect, we see how valuable each of us becomes because it allows us to grow into who we are. Is there anyone that you love more than yourself? You've got to love yourself more than anyone. 
That doesn't mean you have to be narcissistic. Lord knows we have enough of those in society today. Just let them take the narcissistic self somewhere else. You don't need that. But I'm saying true reference and love for yourself. Because in my opinion, if you love yourself and you put yourself as important, the most important person in your life, shame does not have an open door. Because the real you will say, exit, 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 time for you to get on. No shame here. Get out. I don't want any shame. Who wants shame? Somebody brings bring shame to your door. Don't even open the door. Or like I always love to say, just kick them to the curb. If they can't figure it out, I would certainly say, you know what? I would just ask them, are you trying to shame me? No, 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 no. Is that what they normally say? <laughs> Make them consciously aware. That's what that's about, making them aware of what they're doing and making you aware that you don't have to put up with it. Self-respect and love will beat out shame by others. So when people are trying to bring you their stuff, don't take it. Whether it's a close friend, families, auto insurance, coworkers, employers, or political officials, don't accept shame from anyone. Let them keep it for themselves. And you know today I've got to bring you just a couple issues that are coming up. Right now, it appears that pre-existing conditions are in the news as far as uh, not really wanting to keep them on medical insurance, right, make it much more costly. Now, I don't know about you, but most people who are disabled and even actually retired people by that time usually have some pre-existing conditions. And if you don't, congratulations, keep it that way. That's a good thing. It's nothing, that is not something anybody, in my opinion, would want as a pre-existing condition. But what happens with pre-existing conditions? Well, we want them, they're costing too much money. Are they trying to shame us, people with pre-existing conditions? Why? In fact, is Trump trying to get some pre-existing legislation that would make it harder and more expensive for people who are already broke? How come he's making people who are broke, broker, excuse me, and richer people, rich. To me, I would just kind of turn that around. Rich people have enough money, so let poor people have more money. That's the key. Pre-existing conditions, in fact, may have been caused a lot by just some of the things that they've actually done in our society. Let's just even start with the water. How many people now are having stomach problems because of the water we drink? And where did it come from? Wall Street doing nasty things with our water, right? I remember small communities, you used to be able to go into town and the water would be so fresh and and tasty, as I would say, some real tasty water. You go now, you better be careful whose water you're drinking anywhere. What's in it? Fish can't even drink the water and the water. (laughs) What does that say? What does that mean? I'm getting all excited just flipping things around. What does that mean? It means there's a problem. And that means I hope you are intending to get out and vote. Do you know it's almost, my goodness, it's only 30 days away almost. What is it, 32? I think it's the 6th, so that's uh, 
but it won 35 days, I believe. Don't quote me. Look it up. Uh, voting. And I hope you've heard enough to realize that if you don't get out there and vote, that is your civic duty, by the way. Don't expect other people to carry your weight. Everyone has their own individual vote ballot weight. And it's only one for each of us. And if we don't get out there and do it, we don't know what's going to be happening. And I'm not joking. People go, oh, people are just talking about Trump and Trump's going to do great things. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. But the thing of it is, you need to get out there and say what you feel. Don't you be shamed in not voting. Don't let that hold you back. They take you off the roll and you come out fighting. You say, I was here on the roll. I've been here for decades. I want to vote. Make sure you find it out now. In fact, take some time to make sure that you're out there on the voters' list and that they haven't actually taken you off. Because unfortunately, I have not seen Republicans necessarily play fair during elections. How many past generations have you ever heard of a Democrat trying to get people not to be able to vote? Not very often. So to me, I also wondered all these uh, children that uh, Trump has now had, the immigrant children that they're putting in, I would call them concentration camps. Kids should be in school. They're not even putting the kids in school. What is wrong with these people? This is not the America that we that we knew. We need to wake up and put it back in check. We can't just be having our kids uh, not being able to go to school and be in camp. Their parents are, they've been deported. What is wrong with us? That's not going to work. Children are children no matter where they are. And if we have them in our country right now, they need to be educated. They need to learn, just like everyone else's kids. So they shouldn't be behind anybody's bars or cages or whatever else that is going on. That's wrong. And we know it's wrong. We cannot sit here and pretend that we don't see it. If they don't get that right, we need to get them out. And they're talking about what ICE is doing. And we haven't heard in a while them talking about getting rid of the ICE. But people out there haven't forgotten. They're not going to forget. That's awful. So how much shame are these kids going to bear because of the choices that Trump has made? How much are they going to suffer in shame? Are they going to be so uneducated they aren't going to be able to do anything else because we haven't done our job? How are they going to feel saying they don't have any parents? Are they going to be shamed about that? Something is wrong when we just let things happen because either it's not our problem, because it really is our problem. Don't even think it's not. It's all of our problems. When we close our eyes uh, to what our neighbors are doing or the shame they may face, maybe because they don't have any food, then how can you know it? Take them a little, take them a little food. Don't let them be shamed. Show them you care. I guarantee you, your turn will come around. And we never know when it's coming, especially with a car accident. We don't know when it's going to happen. How many of you are going to go out and be hit today? And is your insurance company going to pay benefits? 
settlement, or they're going to make you feel ashamed you don't get anything. The trauma is bad. Fear will go in tomorrow. How fear actually uh, helps people not to get what they deserve. But today we're deciding we're not going to be ashamed about anything anymore. We're going to stand up for the things that we know are right, like children, whether they're immigrants or not, going to school. Whether you have a pre-existing condition, you should be able to pay a decent uh, insurance premium to get your things done. And I haven't even gotten the Medicare. I guess I'll wait for a fear tomorrow with Medicare on the issues in which I see for that. I mean, it's just so many different sections that you just have to stop and think about for a minute and make the choice not to be. What? Shame. Today, that's what we're talking about. We'll come back by the end of the week and and put them all together, the shame, the trauma, and the fear. Because it does do a lot of havoc in our lives. And we've got to change it. We, We just have to. We can't even be ashamed of each other. I'm so glad so many people have come out of the closet as to who they are. And why is that? Because nobody should have to live in shame or fear. But we're on shame. Although I could move from trauma, fear, and shame. You know, I have a lot to say on those. So so my, my concern is this. A lot of times people have been in multiple car accidents. People say to them, let me drive. I won't drive for you. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's not funny. Do you know how traumatized people are by collisions? What do you think they say? PTS, traumatic, I can't even talk today. Traumatic, post, what is it? PSD, PTS, post-traumatic stress disorder. Ooh, took me a long time to pull that out. That That happens to people in car accidents. Did you know that? Post-traumatic stress disorder. I'm sorry, it took me a while to get that out. But the main thing for shame people use is is saying that they're weak and vulnerable. But I'll tell you one thing right now. I personally don't believe that you are weak and vulnerable. I think you're strong and determined and passionate and that you can get through anything you put your mind to. Does that mean today? Maybe not. Does it mean it's going to be easy? Obviously not. How many things in life have you gone through that are easy? If you say a lot of them, you're lucky. But that doesn't mean you can't be ready when something else happens. I heard a saying the other day, and I thought, it said, don't don't have to get ready, be ready. (laughs) <laughs> you know, they've got a point about that. If you can be ready before something happens, it's so much better. And when somebody comes up to you and starts talking nonsense about shame, you tell them you're not interested, they can take it. When someone tries to shame you and not to be able to get your benefits and settlements, don't tolerate it, don't take it, fight back. Someone comes up and tells you your pre-existing condition uh, you need to pay a lot more because you're weaker than the West, you're, you're vulnerable, you just kick them to the curb and tell them that's not it. Everyone has something that they have to address, and that doesn't make you weak or vulnerable. 
It just what is. It is what it is. And you go on about your business. Thank you for uh, being with me today uh, talking about shame. I hope that you'll take that into consideration and decide you don't want to be ashamed about anything, how you look, how you feel, whatever it is, however somebody. And we've been talking about uh, sexual assault. A lot of people have a lot of shame behind sexual assault. Don't. Not your fault. Not your bag to carry. You empower yourself to be true to who you are. You stay strong and you decide that who you are and what you can become is what you're going to do. And that all, all that other stuff that other people are projecting out on you, perhaps, that should be on them more than likely, you let them take that. Remember now to subscribe to Esther's radio show or me on Talking About You with uh, Facebook, also about their own Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr to say a few things a few of them. You know how many are out there. One thing I really would like to say is that they haven't talked a lot about it. I guess I, I think the other day we talked about Facebook and about 40 million people getting their business put in the street. The technology we have, it's almost like anything we have is accessible to anyone. And hackers are just bad news. If you don't believe it, go out and look up my name, Estra. You will see there's a lot of hackers out there that didn't even exist before. They're bullies. <laughs> they are bullies. And that's okay if they want to be that because I personally know someday all the crazy crap they've done is going to come out. And I know that there's millions of people out there just like me that have been abused by these insured hackers. And we're going to get insured civil, insured civil rights legislation passed to stop the nonsense. But the more we expose it, the better off we all will be. And we need to know who these people are so we can just stop uh, helping them to make so much money that they can do this. We want their actual names out there. I put a lot of stuff out there. You want to go see who mine are? Go out and look at Estra's Seattle Harassment. Actually, you can look at any of them out there, and you'll see pictures, you'll see their faces, their license plates, everything. If they've, if they've actually put it out there in their harassment, then it, it needs to be out there. We don't, don't hide. Don't be ashamed. Don't be bullied. There's a lot more I can tell you about them, I guarantee you. But the main thing I want you to know today is not to be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Let no one make you ashamed. You stand up for what you believe and doing what is right. And please, Come out and join me at estherscarthelp.com. Subscribe today. I need you. I need you to be able to, to tell your stories, to tell your truth about what's been happening to you, who's been doing it, what happened after you were involved in a car collision. Remember that October is Car Accident Awareness Month, so we need as much as the knowledge you have to be shared with others because you'll be surprised how many people will say, I, I would say me too, but me too has already got its other meaning. All of us out there have issues that we need to address to make better. And we all need to stand together to do it. So I hope you will do that. What did you think about our show today? Make sure that you use that hashtag, com, and let me know. 
And also, you know, I have the feed out there if you want to. And that's on maybe I always talk about that HTTPS because obviously they can get in there even without it. So HTTPS, www.blogtalkradio.com, Estra's Radio Show podcast will get you the feed. Thank you for being with me today. I'm always here for you. The conversation is for us. And thank you so much for being here. Tomorrow we're going to talk about fear. Um, so we did trauma, shame, tomorrow, fear, and then we're, we're going to wrap it up at the next at the end of the week. And we also still have that surprise for you. I haven't forgot. It's just been so many major issues in the media that I wanted to have it to share it with you at a time where it's easier to hear and easier to do something that's going to get us to where we need to go. <clears throat> so thank you. I'll see you tomorrow, and until then, enjoy not only the rest of your day, but uh, be back here tomorrow. All right, I'll see you then. Thanks a lot.